I'm Claire. And I'm Emma. Welcome to Rich Text, a podcast about our cultural obsessions, like newly engaged couples who barely know each other. One of my personal favorite things. (laughs) If you're listening today, you're already a paid subscriber to our audio and written newsletter, Rich Text. Thank you, as always, for being here. You quite literally make our work possible. We're here today, of course, because of Love is Blind, the next three-episode drop of Love is Blind season four has arrived. And yes, this time we did check to make sure that we had watched all of the episodes that were out. You know what? That mega recap means that we only have three episodes to discuss today. And I'm excited. Also, there has already been a lot of response from the cast to what has come out already. Like Irina and Micah had to do an apology tour for being mean girls by which i mean that they told a tabloid that it was just their coping mechanism during a difficult and unfamiliar time and then micah posted a notes app apology on her instagram kwame had to post a video because he's been getting mass harassed which is horrible you know people don't really like to see a villain apologize it's not like any of them did anything so horrific like tom sandoval level People are like, just be the villain. Let us have this. Stop apologizing. Oh, time apology. It seems a little over the top. I'm like, no, that's happening because they're getting death threats. People always take it too far. You have to appreciate the entertainment value of a villain. You can't harass them with death threats. Yeah. That's not okay. They can tell from our, the general tone of commentary that they didn't come off well. And that's probably if they're open to learning more than enough of a learning experience for them. But this this idea that like just in a vacuum, they've all decided to issue apologies. No, it's to get people to lay the fuck off of them. So if we want it's our villains to, to just point. revel in being villains, we have to stop sending them death threats. <laughs> exactly. It's gotten to the point where like every cast member before the show even starts to air are going on Instagram and being like, please remember that we're human beings (laughs) for the love of God. Please remember our humanity. We tried our best. This was a year ago. Please don't like do verbal violence to these cast members. We got to all collectively as a nation, like take it down. Take it down a few notches. Several notches. Like, am I satisfied with the explanation that this was just a perfectly healthy coping mechanism during a stressful time? No, at the same time, I don't think it serves anyone for them to be getting waves of harassment. So let's all just chill and let villains vill. And let's dive into episode six. We're finally in Seattle. Yes. The beautiful city where everyone except Kwame lives. (laughs) Yes, their home except for Kwame, who's like, I'm going to sign up for a Seattle-based dating instant marriage show. And find someone who's just desperate to move to Portland. I'll just tell by their vibe. So they all move into townhouses and Love is Blind, which they've lived in some pretty janky apartment buildings under other seasons to get these These entire beautiful townhouses to themselves. I'd sign up. The outdoor walkways that connect them Mm -hmm. all. And they all have balconies. This is the real estate that we want and we crave you from the Pacific Northwest. Like, thank you. I'll do it. I'll move to Seattle. You got me. But this also means that conflict is about to arise because these couples now have to actually live together. They have to deal with each other's dish habits, their toilet flushing habits, etc. And that can always cause some minor friction. So 
as the couples are moving in, Bliss and Zach are still mid-catch-up at this bar and grill where they have met up for their first ever in-person meeting. And just like rehashing that whole thing where he made a terrible decision and picked Irina instead. And she's like, how was your trip with your fiance? And he's like, it was horrible. She treated me like shit. Zero affection. I was over her by day two. Zach has been unleashed. It was like four days of, I love you. I do love you. I still love you. I really want to make this work. And then the minute it ended, he was just like, this fucking sucked. It's been a nightmare being here with you. The thing that so many of these couples do, they're like, I said I was in love with this person in the pods. So I love them. But then you're like, you hate them. (laughs) This is the weird thing about these sped up relationships is that there's no way to really establish deep trust. And so you have all of these people who are waiting for hints from the other person that they're not really into them. So you don't want to betray that because that would be a death blow for your relationship. If you're like, yeah, I'm having doubts. You don't want to admit that. So you have to just be like, no, I love you. You're the right choice. I know you were the right choice, even if that's not what you're really thinking. And then, of it's course, so by the time that you're ready for it all to come out, it's like, oh, yeah, this whole time I was basically lying to you about how invested you're a I misery. was. I was miserable with you. And this is basically what Zach says to Bliss. He's like, I knew as soon as I dumped you that I made a mistake. And Bliss is like, well, sure. But then you did propose to Irina right after. And Zach's like, well, it's because I did love her still yeah zach doesn't really know why zach made the decisions that zach made (laughs) he then asks bliss if she's put off by his sustained eye contact and she's like what why am i like looking around and he's like no that was the first thing irena said to me (laughs) bliss does laugh at this and she's like honestly that's kind of funny yeah it is just so clear that bliss and zach's energy matches so much better his little like ticks and like intensities that Irina found so odd bliss is like this seems perfectly normal to me i'm also a reserved nerdy person the way that we're interacting feels natural to me and that goes a long way yeah you're like oh i'm just watching two people on a decent first date yeah instead of two people who are like, I can't believe that our friends thought this was a good idea. They're not allowed to set us up anymore. (laughs) So they end the meeting without getting back together, but they seem to have some hope that this could develop. Zach is like, hopefully we do this again. This was so amazing. And Bliss is like, we'll see. Maybe. This was interesting. appropriately cautious, but you get the sense that she's not closed off to the idea. Meanwhile, the couples are, of course... Moving in, Kwame and Chelsea engage in what he refers to as, quote, adulting to the highest degree, ordering takeout in a home he shares with his partner. This man is 32. Well, because his normal vibe is Xbox in his boxers. Sleeping on the couch. couch. We'll get to that. It's a real upgrade. Micah and Paul have also moved in together, and Micah now needs to sit Paul down and discuss the fact that Irina came on to him, because apparently... Before Irina left, after breaking up with Zach, she went to Micah and was like, I have the hots for your fiance. Just FYI. As you do. Understandably, this has unnerved Micah. She's like, Paul, Irina told me this. I'm a little confused. Did this happen? Are you into it? 
And Paul's basically like, now that you say that, she was kind of touching my leg in the pool. They cut to footage of Irina floating up to Paul where he's sitting by the side of the pool and just like grabbing his foot and maneuvering it around purportedly so that she can pick up her glass of wine. But like she absolutely did not have to do that. Is this how people flirt? I'm just going to grab this engaged man's foot for no reason. This is how Irina flirts. I will say Paul does not seem into it. His explanation makes sense to me. He's like, I didn't call this out because first of all, Zach was like right there. So why would Irina be openly hitting on me when her fiance is right there and also paul's like i feel secure in our relationship and he's like you know i just didn't really think that much of it i think that that makes a lot of sense he seems like the kind of guy i'm like this as well doesn't tend to pick up on it when someone's hitting on them until it's incredibly obvious but micah it tells paul this gave her doubts about their bond and i was like okay this seems like a bit much because you spent half of the honeymoon huddled in a corner with Kwame being like, I still care about you so much. I love you. Like the love is real. And meanwhile, she's like, and a woman looked sideways at Paul. I think Paul's the problem. (laughs) Finally, she does seem to come around to the idea that Paul is not the problem. Irina is. Yeah, she's like, this is just a friendship issue, basically. This is an Irina and me problem. And if she's my best friend, my best friend. She does, which I appreciate, put best friend in air quotes. (laughs) But she's her pod bestie. And like she is stepping on my toes over what is essentially just an attraction. Like she wasn't into Paul in the pods. And then she thought he was hot in, in real life. And so she decided that based on just that surface level attraction, she should betray her closest friend of the past three weeks and this is when micah admits that maybe she's been unjust to zach you just listened to a free preview of this week's rich text podcast if you like what you heard and you want to listen to the rest of this week's podcast and our entire Rich Text back catalog, you can become a paying subscriber at clarendemma.substack.com. If not, you can still enjoy our free weekly recommendations. Rich Text is hosted, produced, and edited by us, Claire Fallon and Emma Gray. You can find the written version of Rich Text at clarendemma.substack.com. You can find us on Instagram at Claire and Emma Pod, and you can find our other podcast, Love to See It, over at Stitcher and wherever you listen to podcasts, as well as on TikTok and Twitter at Love to See It Pod. You can also find us individually at Claire E. Fallon and at Emma Lady Rose. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.